Welcome once again, listeners and friends. And this is Fate Trist. Last time, our heroes made it back to the tavern. They had a bit of conversations and learned a bit about each other. And the gatekeeper told them about one of the spirits making a pact on its own, but with a less than savory character. To stop that those people from getting a more powerful spirit, the gatekeeper has sent another with them, a Leonin by the name of Leonard, who goes by Leo. And they are going to essentially make a pact with the sun. That seems about right, right? Yeah. I just I just love Leo, Leonid, Leonard, like it's all the same. His parents weren't super creative oh. with the naming scheme. <laughs> or his parents were yeah. absolute comedic mm-hmm. geniuses and just are like, we're going to make this so blatantly obvious people aren't going to understand our brilliance. Mm. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. The Leonin, as you walk into this, this new city... Uh, or it's actually a tiny little like village. Uh, all he has for gear is a small backpack, a loot, and a rapier. Ten bards. <laughs> yeah, it feels real bardy to me. It's quite bardic, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Uh, yes, he is a bard. And you open out from the tavern into a small little village that um, overlooks a cliffside out into the ocean. Behind you sits this, it's a smaller mountain range, but it is a mountain and you are practically at its base. It kind of wraps around this small lake on the other side of the village. And those of you from those of you who have been traveling will know this as the King's Crown Mountains. Which would make this city for any of you who would any of you who've been traveling in the area at all would know. This is the city of Genium. Bless you. <laughs> okay, so we walk out into this little village. We were, we we're looking for a temple, you said, yeah? So, I have a question. Yes. If you're a village, why do you call yourself the city of Genium? That's rather pretentious. Maybe it's just optimistic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, I would go with. As someone who comes from a very small town that has city in part of the name, I I understand his optimism. <laughs> <laughs> like we can do it. We'll be there one day. Ah, uh, we've never come anywhere near what's required for the state. So, <laughs> actually, if I remember correctly, the population of that town is actually starting to drop. So, 
Oof. Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna look over to Leo and just um, lead the way. You said there was a temple? Yes, it is at the summit of the tip of the crown. However, before any of you move, I need perception checks. What time of day is it, Tex? It is, I'm going to say mid-afternoon. Solid. I'm proud of that one. Uh, 20. That's an 11. 21 for Zug. Or Sig. Leo is of no help. That is a nat 20 for a 23. (laughs) Nice. Well, anything anything below 15 will notice that this town, even for this tiny little village, it seems eerily quiet. And the two that rolled above 20 specifically the nat 20, uh, you will notice that there are no people in this town. It's mid-afternoon, and there is nobody on the streets. Gonna look around. And and this is like a landlocked town, correct? Yeah, it's over sits a cliff that looks out into the ocean. So yeah. Well, there's still ocean. If there's still ocean nearby, they could all be fisher peoples and out fishing. All of them. <laughs> well, uh, uh, let me let me put this a little bit saying. more perspective. That it's a uh, it's about a half a mile or further to the water from the top of the cliff. You need a really long them. fishing line. <laughs> hey, they go out in boats and fish. I mean, you put a crew of like 20 people on a boat and fish. Um, you can empty a town pretty quick. Can look around and look at uh, Leo. Just, is it normally this quiet here? Um, he looks around. Don't think it's supposed to be. This is a mining village. Uh, maybe there's someone at the mines in the mountain. Well, the mines are not our objective. I think we should probably go to the uh, temple first and then figure out what's up with this town. Looking at the other two in the party. Well, my concern would be if the town is this empty, what came through to empty it? Maybe they're all taking a nap. I I hope we aren't too late. Yes, I could imagine that three um, horrible people who like to attack people and make them teleport across the world would definitely be able to clear out of town, so we should hurry. Oh god, just thinking about that. Show up at the town and and teleport the entire village to the desert. Okay, bye. 
I want to walk to this town's yeah. tavern. Yeah. I mean, small little... It's actually like an outdoor tavern. And there's... It's empty. Nobody. I see a tumbleweed crawl, roll across the road. I'd like to see inside this tavern or investigate and see how the... It's left. Does it look like it was oh, yeah. peacefully left? Does it look like chairs have been knocked over like a scuffle? Roll that investigation. Brawl? Roll that investigation. God. What the fuck? <laughs> it'll be fine. That's an eight. An eight. It's good enough to learn this that uh, it looks as if, as you look around the area where they hold this. The outdoor section and the indoor section of this tavern. Whatever was here left in a hurry. There's still food on tables. There is uh, there's some plates thrown to the ground. There's a couple of turn turn chairs. Yeah. And no text when it be you'll be fine. It's you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> um. I would like to summon my wings and fly up and see if I can't get a figure on what happened here. Like, can I see, I don't know, a trail of destruction coming from any direction or going to any direction? Can I see, I don't know, where people may have gone or what they left behind when they're, you know, I don't know. Like, can I see anything that hints at what happened? Sure. So you fly up in the air, and you're going to give me a perception check. Because if Yelby's starting to look around at the tavern, it's like, alright, well I guess the choice is to look around here first. The faster I get this done, the faster I can get the other thing done. That is only a 13. Wait, no, it's sight. I'm sorry. I forgot that I get advantage Third. on sight for a second. It's actually a 19. 19. It's better gives you a lot more. Alright, so as you're up in the air and you're looking around the small village it's definitely not a very small village. Or not a very large village, excuse me. Actually it looks smaller than the one from your island. And behind the village over the, you, you, you see this, this large, this, this somewhat large lake that kind of is nestled in the center of the mountains. You actually see which is very odd for any body of water, but the water is turning black. Like it's spreading out from the village side and moving towards the mountains. Okay. I'm going to pause for a moment before going back to report this because I don't know what Zug wants to do. I think... Zug would actually probably, when you go up to scout, he'd probably uh, do the message and ask what you're seeing up there. Oh, okay. And kind of go closer to the tavern. Oh, okay, so you're, you're playing messenger. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she'll report that it seems as though the lake has turned black and... Um, I don't know how else to describe it, but it feels like it's moving toward the mountains somehow. 
So he's going to relay this uh, horrible looking lake going towards the mountains. And uh, Leo, where is this temple we're supposed to be trying to find? Ah, uh, yes. The way up is near the entrance of the mines, and he points towards the west side of the mountains, and he starts heading that way. This so Zog will this message way. again, saying, uh, we're heading to the west side for the near the entrance of the mine is the temple. Where is that water looking towards that direction? Hey, DM. <laughs> yes. All right, so as you're looking at the water... It actually doesn't seem, this this blackness seems to kind of be avoiding that section of the mountain. And it's kind of like going closer towards the center peak of the crown. Okay. <clears throat> it does seem to be going that way. Um, but it's headed toward the center peak. If that means anything. Leo, what's in the center peak of the mountains? That the top of the center would be the, the that's the tip of the crown. That is the. Temple. All right, so it's heading towards the temple with the enemies, the people missing. I'm going to assume that they've already beat us here. We need to play catch up. Good to know. I would like to start flying toward the center peak. I have no idea what the distance looks right. like, but every ten minutes or so, I'll, I'll land on an outcropping or whatever, and then resummon the wings and then fly off. <laughs> I mean, flying, con considering your flying speed and uh, uh, the your how long your ability lasts, probably takes you about three, maybe four bursts okay. to get up to the top. <laughs> And everyone else is heading towards these. They're almost as if they're steps that are carved directly into the side of the mountain. They're like haphazardly carved. They're not all the same size. That's very it's, presumptuous it's... of you. <laughs> You'll be looking at the tracks of the people's feet, please and thank you very much. Oh. Oh. You'll be looking for tracks. Uh, let's see. I guess that one's going to be... If you're following tracks, give me... Survival. Hmm. Survival. Yes, that is the one. Not that great. That's an eight. An eight. Uh, these tracks do seem to be heading westward. And they are heading... Uh, the, f the further you follow them, you actually come up to uh, this... Like mineshaft, you're just barely able to follow them all the way there, and it's the entrance to the mines. And it's a lots, and when you get there, there's lots and lots of tracks heading into the mines. That's very much different than the direction of the temple, isn't it? Well, the. Uh the mines, of course, go into the mountain, whereas the way up to the temple is about a hundred yards or so away from the entrance to the mines. So where is everybody going? 
Well, Callie was told that there's a chance that the people might already be there, so she's going to the temple at the fastest route she can to get any other information. So what the other two are doing, I don't know, but it's going to take her like 40 minutes to do that, so. <laughs> that is very valid. Um, I think that's Zug's gonna go look around. Um, he will send one more message, um, letting her let uh, Callie know that he only has 120 feet that he can communicate in, and that there are a lot of tracks in this mine here. So we need to figure out which is the better path to take, and then look around at the people on the ground. And well, we know. We're, we're pretty sure the temple has a way up, or at least it tells of a way up, but if there's tracks down here, maybe the way up's actually down here. Um, that, well, the interior of the temple has never been entered, so it is quite possible there is another way to enter it or at least to get there um, hmm. I don't like leaving your friend alone but it seems there may be people in need down there or down there is all a trap and we need to go up to the temple or the temple's a trap when you go down to the mines. Um, I hate to interrupt, but Callie's response before she gets out of range is just gonna be... Last time we were only moments too late. I'm going to go ahead and see what I can find out, and I will come find you as soon as I have anything. says she will see what's up there and if that's where we need to go she will let us know um, I can shorten the trip for at least two of us if we need to go up to the top there well I'm going this way and Yobi's just going to start going towards the mine and into it I don't care how long it takes. Oh, yeah. That's what she's doing. <laughs> if people need help, then people need help. And that's why we love Yulby. Alright. So, Zug and Leo have a decision to make. Do they head up the stairs or down into the mines? <laughs> Leo looks at Doug and says, Whatever you choose, I will do the opposite. We will split into even groups. So Zug is going to ask uh, Fritz what his opinion is. Mm -hmm. 
Because <laughs> Zug... Zug is not a fan <laughs> of caves. <laughs> I think Fritz... Knowing what each of his... Each of the party members are, are capable of. And knowing that... Uh, well, and not knowing what Leo can do, but knowing personally what Sig can do and what he can do, Fritz would suggest the two of them heading up to Cali and recommend Leo going down into the mines. Valid. So, after checking on some things, there's one more thing I can add, I think. I think, but DM, I'm not sure if this is allowed or not. Oh. I would like to... What is it? Because I have to check the, the stats first. I would like to summon a little Phrynos. Yeah, like, I don't know. A little Phrynos? A foot. Or so. Large for a toad, but tiny for a Phrynos. Yeah. So yes. So small. Okay. Yeah. I want to send him Definitely. after, like, to follow whoever's going into the cave. Right? Because it says that I can dismiss whenever I want. Right? Yes. So, basically, sending this with the idea that, like, hey, if it disappears, that, that means that I found something. But I don't know if they're actually going to get that message. But, you know, maybe have it, like, right. tell Frynos to, like, I don't know, tug on a sleeve or something. <laughs> so there's something I will tell you. Uh, because Yulby went down into the mines, okay. she has Ray. And Frynos oh, and telepathically. Ray to each other. Nice. Okay. That works. Mm -hmm. I was like, how, like, what is going to be the best communication? And then I was trying to look and see if I could telepathically speak with Phrynos to a degree or not, but I couldn't tell. And these these summon spirits are like the ultimate uh, uh, familiar. They can do everything a familiar can, plus the same stuff as their, gotcha. their sheets can do. Okay, yeah. So if I maybe start talking to Phrynos about this plan, he's like, oh yeah, I could just chat to go. So, never mind then. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. Zip. So he's pretty quick for a little toad, so he makes him back down the mountain pretty fast. So, right. so you head in there, we'll check up top. And then we can get back down here fairly quickly. Um, how far is it from the ground to the peak, roughly? Far is it from the ground to the peak? Um, based on basing this off of the the time frame I gave uh, Callie for her flight up there, compared to her actual ability, her speed in flying, um, I'd say maybe. It's about this. This thing's about as high as uh, Rainier, Mount Rainier, from the ground. So the top of Mount Rainier from the ground. 
since I don't know the exact footage on that. Jesus. Um, so you're talking uh, 14,000 feet? Yeah. It's a small mountain. It's not, it's not, it's not an easy climb. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone with dragon wings can climb it pretty quick, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's the getting back down safely that worries me. Jump into the lake, it's fine. All right. Fun fact, if you jump into so. water from too high of a height, um, the water basically acts like a solid, yeah. It's like hitting concrete. Yeah, I know. I have another fun fact that, another fun fact that may or may not come up in this uh, adventure, so. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so um, Sig will change to uh, Fritz because Fritz is a more uh, more athletic individual to climb the stairs. And he's yeah. going to want to try to uh, climb fairly quickly because if Kelly's already heading up there, that's quite a head start. Yeah, roll in athletics. That is a... Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, and you're moving pretty fast. Like, probably trying to pace yourself so you don't pass out, but you're moving significantly Imagine fast. Imagine being given stairs. control of your body just to climb stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, do this workout. No, thank I mean, to be fair, <laughs> the workout would affect Fritz overall, so. Alright. So we will start with Yulby and Leo in the mines. Yulby's already gone in there, so Leo will catch up to her. I was like, uh, have you noticed anything off yet? And Yulby, give me an investigation as you start walking into the mines. Investigation? Can't I just look at things? <laughs> I mean, you can do a perception if you want. It's fine. Yeah, please. <laughs> That's fine. How's a 21? I could 21 never get a 21 is... with investigation. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Now, as, you're, as you're looking around, you'll notice that this, this first area in the mine is kind of open. It's like a, like a staging area to go deeper into the mine. And it looked to be there was, from what you can tell, about 50 different sets of footprints. And as they all congregated here for a minute, you actually see a trail of them going down deeper into the mine. We're just going to follow that trail. It's very dim light. There's uh, torches scarcely placed. After a bit, the walls open up and you're kind of walking parallel to this massive dark chasm. Mm -hmm. 
and you're not going down anymore. You're just going straight across. And as you go further, further, you've been walking about 30 minutes or so. Then you come up to this, it's like a wall almost, but it doesn't feel like stone. Go ahead and roll me. Perception is fine. Okay. Because I'm going to be feeling this stone. Yeah. A 12. 12. So, what you'll know is that this isn't the consistency of stone, it more feels like metal. Like it's it's solid and very very hard, but it does have a little bit of give to it, which stone wouldn't do. But it doesn't make any noises when you tap on it or anything. It's just solid. Yeah, I would like to listen to it. <laughs> listen. All right, that's another perception check. That is a thing. <laughs> How's a 16 going for her? Very nice. And as you listen, you're starting to hear amplified breathing. And you're starting to hear people chattering and there's some kids faintly crying. And you hear someone I just want to say, shh, shh, shh. There's, there's someone outside. Be very quiet. They might hear us. His stealth roll wasn't very, wasn't very high. So. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be just kind of be like, "Hello, are you okay?" Silence. She look over to Leo. Like, well, I think they're in here. Must be a safe house of some sorts. Hmm. Which means that that is a door, and it may have a way to open. We should investigate the area around it. And he starts looking around and feeling the stones. I think Yobi will continue talking to the wall. She's <laughs> 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 not going to have a great time trying to open the door. She'll try in a minute or so, but she can maybe get someone else to open it because they're obviously there. It's like. Yeah. I'm a paladin of the white goddess. Do you need any help? Roll me a persuasion check. A 15? 15. I think you actually hear someone speak this time. And they say, go away. 
it's not safe here. These those those people are out there. They 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 took they took our elders. Could you tell me more? Not while they're still here. Maybe we'll look around this big old chasm. Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's do a divine sense. A divine sense? Yeah, I want to know divine. if there's anything spooky in the area. All right. Well, for our viewers at home, go ahead and remind them what this does. Part of me thinks this is remind them <laughs> what this does. <laughs> I, I know what it does. Just right. go ahead and remind me. You can viewers. detect good and evil. Until the end of my next turn, you can sense anything affected by the hallow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet. Uh, that is not behind total cover. Uh, I can use this feature a lot. Alright, well. Uh, so, you probably don't sense yourself. That's kind of, that'd be kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, you do sense some like celestial type magic coming from Leo, which is expected. Mm -hmm. And other than that, you just sense uh, basically you sense neither good nor evil anywhere in the area other than Leo. Nothing, no, no extra extra magic, no, no. Nothing. It's just, there's nothing else around here. Just an empty, open chasm and a rock wall. Yeah, she'll, she'll go back to the strange rock wall and I'd be like, well, there's nobody else here but me and my friend. Hmm. His name is Leonard, so it's not that scary, <laughs> just so you know. Go ahead and roll another persuasion check. <laughs> she takes one psychic damage as you just straight up insult him. <laughs> uh, 23? 23. That's some impressive persuasion right there. She's got a nice <laughs> mod to it. <laughs> you hear a little kid from behind the door giggle. Leonard, that's a funny name. <laughs> and this... Uh, this this big metal wall like shifts a little bit and begins to slide into the rock wall to its to its side hope you will wave hello from inside you see these are the younger population of this town it's probably early 20s and lower says where where are those people who attacked they came out of nowhere they're probably going up the mountain because that's where all the things are the mountain you mean to the temple they're not they won't get into the temple from there Where are you supposed to go into the temple? If you're not... There's a whole thing of stairs! The, the way into the temple from there has been destroyed. 
Builders destroyed it. Oh. Oh wait, you said all the they took all your elders. What? Mm -hmm. Why do they need them? I guess they may think they know a way into the temple. I do not know. I just know they grabbed they grabbed an old woman from the tavern, a uh, the the mayor and uh, the witch that lives at the edge of town. All of the others are out at the tournament in Little Burr still. Hmm. Tex, that tournament was like what feels like weeks mm -hmm. ago at this point. Is it? It's. Mm -hmm. Uh. Yeah. But no. They never returned from the tournament. Okay. I was like, jeez. Um. <laughs> huh. It's kind of weird to steal all your old people, even if it is just three. There is a way into the temple here, if you want to go to the temple. Maybe save our elders? That That is the goal. I came to save people and... Well, it looks like you're safe right here, so there, there's that. And, like, this this person who's been speaking turns around and is like, move out the way, move out the way. And these people, these kids and young young adults move out the way and they partners. You see this, this wood structure at the back? And it's got these very, um, uh, uh, very non looking safe ropes that could just go up straight up into the the ceiling and this is some sort of ancient lift created by the race who built the temple it's a it's typically used as an exit from the temple under dire circumstances but the elders repurposed it as the only way to get in there Well, that's pretty smart of them. If you only want one way in and one way out. Keeps all the baddies away. Um, is everyone alright? Like, no one hurt? No, no one here is hurt. There were a couple of people who were vanished. They just kind of disappeared. But... No one is hurt here. That man with the sword kind of touched them and they vanished. Oh. He's not very nice. Well, best to avoid the sword, but we should close that door. Hmm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And the... the motions for someone to start pulling the door back out of the wall mm -hmm. if you want to go up to the temple someone has to main someone has to stay down here to access the lift so we aren't going with you no no I got this guy this is Leonard 
We will work the lift from down here. <laughs> All right. All right. Load into this old rinky-dink. Um, it almost feels like a um, what are those things? A, a dumbwaiter elevator. Yeah. Those little ones, just open on all sides, and you just cave wall. And you start heading up. Cue elevator music. Okay, sounds good. We're gonna switch over to the other two. For fun. So start with we'll, we'll start with Callie. Callie has flown up to the top Already? of the mountain. And well, I'm. Kind of fast tracking okay. your forty minutes. I was like, trip. "Wow, it's fast!" And <laughs> you got into the top, and you're looking around, just inside the cloud cover to maintain, like some kind of uh, uh, distance, so you don't get seen very easily, because your wings are pretty noticeable out in the open. Shh, maybe I want them to marvel at my awesome wings. Anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> you actually see uh, the two of the three that attacked you in the uh, the Fae Wilds up there. Uh, the man with the sword and the taller one. The, the taller woman. The older woman. And this man with the sword is dragging three old people that are tied in, in, in line on a rope. Practically dragging them behind him. The woman in the middle is uh, has her hands tied and has a um, a bag over her head. And then the other two are just kind of tied loosely. And they're heading, following this this very uh, inky black. Uh, almost shadow of a creature up the stairs to this uh, what you can tell is left of the outside of the temple that was built into the side of the mountain. Okay. I feel like I knew these people's names at one point. I remember Ruby, but I don't remember their other names, but that's fine. Um, my memory is just not here today. Sorry. Um. That's fine. I'd have to look through the notes. <laughs> so. They're here with some old people who are tied up. And they're trying to get into this temple. Um, how did you say they're trying to get yeah. in? I'm sorry. All right, so they're they're climbing up the last of the stairs to the, oh, okay. the ruins of this old temple, and this inky black figure that they're following kind of just wiggles its way through the cracks in the rubble and looks like it makes it inside. But you don't see. Okay, anything. and the black figure did not look tiny, like the small one. It looks like a person, like no, a adult-sized person. Well. Adult size. Okay. Queens. Um. Hey, Frinos. 
you said you could speak with, yes. um, Ray? Yes, I can speak with Lady Ray. Would you ask her to pass along the message to Yulby, um, that here at the top of the mountain there are two of the three that we fought, uh, the one with the sword and the, uh, taller of the two women. Um, also tell her that they seem to have three hostages. And that some inky black creature seems to have slipped into the temple. Very well. Um, Franos relays this message to, to Ray. Who then relays it to Yulby. Yulby, like, chilling out with the... The, what, ancient lift dumb waiter <laughs> music? That is of <laughs> Yulby. <laughs> um, we're like, oh, how did you know that? That's cool. Must be the old people. Um... Okay. Can you tell it back? Is that how this works? Yes. Uh. Could you tell him we found a way inside and then going up to the temple? The only way in, apparently. It shall be done. Thank you. And this is relayed through Fridays. <laughs> back to Kelly. After telling Callie this, Frynos will speak again. I do sense another of the spirits very close by. Uh, there's a very, very dark presence, so I believe Fade may be nearby. I would like to assume that the creature of darkness that I just observed going into the temple is probably related to Fade. Unless there's some other creature of darkness that happens to be here right now, which would be a strange coincidence. Hey, I can only sense the other the other spirits, so um Yes. I would like to help those people. Uh. Alright. Yeah. So, hold on a second before you continue. Zug. Or should I say Fritz uh -huh. right now? Fritz, you are making your way up the mountain. And you've been going for about 35, 40 minutes. About how long it took Callie to get to the top of the mountain. Uh, give me a couple athletics checks. I want to see how far along you've made it. I'm going to need a couple. Three. That is an 18. A 12. And a 25. Alright. So, 
I think as you go, you're getting your legs underneath you again, and you're moving, and you're moving, and you're cumulative all, all three of these rolls. You're you're making very good time, and you're after after about thirty minutes of this, you look around and you realize how hard it's starting to get to breathe, and you realize you're starting to get up there in altitude, and you look up and then back down the way you came and you're starting to be able to see the stairs crown and the stairs begin to level off from what it looks like up top and you say it looks like you've maybe got another 15 minutes to 20 tops to reach the to reach the summit at the pace you're moving fritz is a fast boy fritz is a pretty fast boy He's pretty athletic too. I just imagine him parkouring <laughs> up these stairs. <laughs> I mean, he's born at high altitude, lived at high altitude his whole life, so yeah. I don't think the altitude really affect him so much. Yeah. So I th- I will say. That's probably not really accurate footage-wise, but I will say that if it was to be tried, uh, Callie would be in range of the message spell now. This is just for flavor things. If you if it was tried, he'd be able to read. So somebody. there's a slight issue with that plan. He's fridge right now. Message is something that Z- uh, Sig has. Fritz does not have message. That's valid. <clears throat> right. So. So Fritz is trying. Not to get far to the from top the top. The Twenty minutes top. Yes, Fritz is trying to get to the top. Fritz doesn't He'd have to switch again to do the message cantrip. Alright. So, Callie, you said you were going to try and save these people. What is it you have in mind? Okay. So, Frynos, would you be willing to be a distraction for a moment while I get the people out of harm's way? He appears on your shoulder. I'm not. Uh, no, because I did you summon. I was going to do that to send a messenger you, along, but okay. you're like, no, they can telepathically communicate, so I didn't need to do that. Right. He appears in tiny form. I was like, yes, you summon me, I will do what needs to be done. He's not officially summoned. This is just his Wonderful. appearance form. Um, I'm going to summon you as large as can fit on this mountaintop without falling off. Um, I imagine the sight of a giant toad suddenly appearing should start to distract them if that doesn't work. Um, you still have abilities like your quicksand ability. Uh, just just keep them busy for a moment, if you would. Very well. And you go about summoning Frynos. 
this large, uh, this, this, um, this, it's like a step below gargantuan, so probably adult dragon size. And he kind of just drops out of the sky and lands with a very, very loud thud and earthquake. Ooh, I bet Yoldi heard that. These people. <laughs> Uh, it it, the elevator does shake. Zug definitely heard it. <laughs> matter of fact, he saw the frog fall out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to be waiting for my chance. The moment they leave the the people, like, let go of them or whatever, I'm going to swoop down and, and try to get them away. And I think with Frynos making his appearance... Beautiful. That is where we will stop. <laughs> Chaos, time, and elevator uh, music. Chonky <laughs> <laughs> toad. Just like, I know I can't fight these people. Half giant toad. Um, so, sorry, DM, if I broke that encounter. I don't really know. Um, that's, that, that's fine, because I was hoping y'all <laughs> would use those things. I you know. The only thing that'd be really just absolutely beautiful this whole moment is somebody this gigantic toad on top of the mountain. <laughs> this gigantic toad shows up, looks right at everybody, and just does like the loudest ribbit <laughs> imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a straight up you know T Rex roar, but it's all like this ribbit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a deafening, deafening <laughs> ribbit. <laughs> it's actually to tell you what to quote. It's like, you, you wouldn't think it'd be like a super threatening noise, but the fact that it's this absolutely like dragon-sized toad, it'd be like, yeah, it'd be pretty threatening. <laughs> just, uh-huh. just lands, makes this big ribbit sound, and then just like the super long tongue comes out, smacks one of the two people, and they just, they just, they're gone. <laughs> Well, it's a giant toad. Uh, don't I think toads have the ability to uh, eat something? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the the, the tongue just enough, smacks into do. them and then just pulls them in. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> he actually. Oh, that ribbit would be that ribbit because it's so loud, so big and so loud. That ribbit would probably cause like avalanches on neighboring take, mountain peaks. Take thunder damage. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you guys were comfortable in that mine because um the. The way out has been rock slided entirely shut, so. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that secondary uh, entrance to the temple that you used to have? <laughs> it's back! <laughs> oh, man. Also, one entry in and out of that temple, that's a, that's a horrible fire hazard. <laughs> the fantasy fire marshals will not be pleased. Maybe they are the fantasy fire marshal. No, no self-respecting fire marshal would only allow one way in or out of a building. I, I never said they were self-respecting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you to assume. <laughs> Damn it. No, the the, fa- the fantasy fire marshals are almost as bad as fantasy OSHA. And. With fantasy insurance adjusters. Anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, so, 
in your um, reviews and things on your podcasters of choice. Uh, what's the most ridiculous uh, agency that we have in today's world? You know, we mentioned the insurance adjusters. We mentioned the uh, OSHA. We mentioned, you know, oh God, unemployment. Anyways, these organizations, like I want to, the I want to see like a story of how this would play out in a fantasy world in the review, if you can, if you want to. Otherwise, I mean, you can always do the standard, you know, five stars, uh, give us comments, reviews, etc. But I do think a funny story about a fantasy OSHA inspector would be pretty great to see in a review. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Almost as bad as Fantasy Enterprise. Rent a cart. Oh, huh? No. <laughs> Fantasy Comcast. <laughs> it's just like you have to wait for your magic to load where you can use it but half the time it goes down you can't get anyone on the phone anyway um you've used your magic capacity for the month and now you have to pay an uh, extra spell slot for every spell after the uh, limit (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh speaking of internet connections use yours to check out our discord um it's linked down below we hang out there we chat about things um I talked about cat pictures last time, but I'm going to talk about it again this time because actually today's my cat's birthday, so fun fact. Um, so log on there to see a ton of pictures of her because I'm about to post a bunch. So, come on. <laughs> you could also check out our socials at Faith's Rest on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for other various content. I don't know what we got, but we got something. Have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> All right. And as for the last thing, our topic of the week, I want to hear, this is slightly on topic, slightly off topic for the episode. I want to hear about the greatest entrances you have witnessed in your games. This could be PC, NPC, bad guy. I don't care. I want to hear about those entrances. That sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Okay, I got a few. See you guys soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Love you.